Welcome back, everybody, to the Twin Chickens Podcast. It's me, RD, five million thousands. Uh, we're joined here today by uh, not only Ibino Chan. How you doing? Doing all right? Excellent. I'm feeling great. Yeah. Um, we have actually... Uh, we do have a special guest. Yeah. Someone I've never met before, by the way. So first time meeting them. Say hello to Melina. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> um, you are from Mexico? Yes. Habla español? Yes. Oh, claro. fantastico. fantastico! Wow! Did you know? <laughs> sabías que hablaba español? Uh, no comprendo. Yo no sabía. Freaking. Habla español. So we're gonna. As much. I'll talk to you more about in Spanish. But for right now, for everyone else to understand us, uh, you're from Mexico. What part of Mexico are you, are you from? I'm from the north. It's mm. called Torreón, Coahuila. Ah! My dad is from Durango. Oh, so that's near. Near, okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, do you like uh, have like a house settlement or like a what do you call it? Like a camp or where do you stay? What's your um, residential life, I guess, down in there? So, my life this past year has been a bit of a mess. Oh, same. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we could all relate to that one as well. Yes. Yeah. Pandemic and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Of course. So I was living in Querétaro, another mm -hmm. city, that's a beautiful city. All right. And, you know, online classes and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Which you're going to college right now? No, not this semester mm. for the online classes because it's, it's too tiring. That's what he's doing right now. At least he was going to until he dropped out of college. Yay! It's <laughs> yeah. very exciting. What were you studying? It's called, well, the literal translation it's government and public transformation okay that's pretty cool what uh what kind of classes were you taking or how far did you get so i just did two semesters okay i'm planning on like like returning to the school mm. and well the first three semesters are like and like the area so right. it's social sciences okay and, like Law, economy. It sounds like almost like a public servant kind of thingy, or like public, yeah. you know, yes. involvement. Okay. Yes, exactly. Right. I see a lot of that stuff in uh, in Mexico. It's usually like people are always helping out everyone. Like there's always a job or like an education for the betterment of people. Never for like anything of like a higher economy, economic like boss. How do I say this? Like uh, economic structure. For example, yeah. people don't open up Quiznos or something like that. It's usually for some other benefit. From, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I get yeah. that. I feel that we have um, like that two parts mm -hmm. because so the thing is is that when when a country or just when a society is not like um, stable right. economically, socially, or whatever, mm -hmm. naturally it will have defects, and naturally it yeah. will have like criminals and stuff. Yeah. So. I know and I see and it's like a very powerful thing in Mexico mm -hmm. what you said of like helping each other and yeah like just giving help but mm -hmm. also and I think as a nature of the state we are as a country it's mm -hmm. also natural and like very common right. for people to like push you down and like oh, you know, absolutely. criminals and robberies I just got like um, I was paying my passport so my passport was like cancelled Huh. And I was like... Cancelled, you mean? Or like... Expired. Expired. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I caramba. Yeah. I caramba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like I paid for oh, like 
to a government page and then I mm -hmm. discovered that it wasn't a government page and like huh. someone had just steal 2,000 pesos from, from me. Whoa! Yeah, and that's a very, very common thing. But also, oh, I that's mean, terrible. maybe I'm like, I'm like um, emotional with this, but I believe that it's just a consequence of a bad. Yeah. Um, like system? Yeah, yeah. About system. I, I completely agree for here in America. Well, I guess it happens anywhere, actually. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the times where you can literally leave your information online and someone can just take it. Yeah. Like very easily. I don't know if you've had any chances with that because you used to do some crazy stuff. Like, not. I've only had like but. accounts online or video game things where I'd just buy games or whatever. And if I was trading, mm -hmm. that's where things could get hairy where people just get at your information or if you're not using like two-factor authentication where you connect your phone to like the account so that you have to hit a text message first mm. before you can like access anything. But the only, the worst things that have happened is just I haven't had my accounts for like a few, like a week or something. Right. And the most that's ever happened to me is like I got uh, hacked on Facebook. Like I clicked on this link and then it sent a message of like this, I don't know what it was. It was just like a, this virus to like everyone, whoever opened it sends another message yes. of their entire friends list to everyone. Yes. I lost a lot of friends that day. <laughs> yes, that's, we also like just this month, there has been so many people that, that like were hacked on Facebook yeah. and they sent a message like, oh my God, is this you in this video? Right. And like obviously everyone's like, oh my God, is that me? And like they, right. you know. Now, uh, in, in the part of Mexico that you live, is it more in this, um, would you say like a modern kind of place that you live? Because I know Mexico does have its beautiful spots. I've never been. I've never been. I've been scared to go, honestly. Oh, yeah. But I, uh, where you live, because um, like I said, I've never been. Is it more on this like a modern take, or is it more so like flat land, grass, or it's it's actually a desert. Really? Or okay. Like uh, like mode of the like un rancho kind of stuff. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. So as like the motto, I think it could be of of the like a state is we overcome the desert because it's literally a desert and huh. they build like a city in right. the desert yeah so do you have electrical power and everything in there uh, yeah of course okay cool because yeah, like yeah. <laughs> i know some yes. people uh uh what's it called my my father-in-law or whatever no i'm not married my mom's husband's father-in-law <laughs> uh they have to run water to the to the ranch and electricity you have to run lines to it and it's like miles away very far yeah. away. So I don't know if you have that same thing. No, I live in a, um, in a medium city. Like, it's not a big city like Metropolitan. Like okay. Mexico City, Monterrey, Guadalajara. Right. It's a medium one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very nice. But you live comfortable, right? Yes. Yes, right. completely. It's, it's, yeah. So. That, that thing that you <laughs> just said that you were scared to go, like, that's a very common thing. Right. But the thing is that as in any place in mm -hmm. this world obviously like there's like more and less right there's in each country places that are dangerous and places that right. are not dangerous at all see i had a uh, I, I told evan this before as well where i had uh, a cousin well not cousin but someone i grew up with that i was really close to go get deported from here to go to mexico and he stole something and you know they found him and they cut his hand off and it's like Jesus Christ. Where? In Mexico, so I don't know where, but I know it's in Mexico and oh I don't know who did it, but it's a lot apparently, it's a thing. Where if you steal, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, if you steal something from a store and they catch you, they will chop your hand off as a yeah. punishment. Yeah, that's completely that's not, not true. So I mean, there, I do believe that that can happen, but that yeah. is completely like 
out of a corrupted system. Like that's completely illegal. Completely, right. Completely. So I think, and it is from what I know, he was mixed up with a lot of uh, gangsters here in Minnesota. So when oh. he went down there, oh boy, <laughs> I think some of that followed him, or yeah. I don't know, maybe he's just mixed up, always in the wrong crowd. But yes, scary stuff. <laughs> yes, but yeah. also like that's that's the other thing. If you are involved in that, of course you are getting yourself into danger. Right. If you are not just be careful where you are like don't be at night in a dangerous place but right but uh, like besides that it's a beautiful country and you will have a great time how much have you explored of uh yeah. of mexico um i've a lot i mean not not all mexico i've been in the south like in the middle in the north where i live okay so do you have uh spots that you go to or like um, cities that you love visiting well the south is is more more beautiful because it's mm -hmm. like um, uh, it's it has more history okay. and it's like older you can say so it's more beautiful it has like a lot of um, our architecture beautiful architecture and beautiful mm. food and a lot of culture okay this out so yeah if you're going to Mexico I I would recommend this out so like very cool Zacatecas Querétaro where I used yeah. to live that's in the middle that's okay. where my mom is from Zacatecas as well mm. But they they never like told me any like anything positive there. You know, I do have fa some family there, but never been anything from like, oh, come here and here's like this beautiful ocean. I don't see that. Every time I type in like on Google like beautiful places in Mexico, it's always been like a desert. And it's like I know that there's spots, there's beautiful spots there, but I just I don't know. I need a tour guide like yourself to like put put me in the right direction. Yeah. You know, or yeah. it's just someone that's been around for a while. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I totally get that. Yeah. Like, the, like it's it will be uh, completely light to say that mm -hmm. it's all beautiful and a completely light to say that it's like all mean and right. horrible. I mean, yeah. I mean, every. I mean, I don't like I said. I haven't been, but I I assume that like every place has that kind of stuff. I know yeah. here, <laughs> even where we live, or where I live right now. Yeah. Uh, you you know you can go to a very terrible spot here for sure, and mm -hmm. like just you know be in that area if but. You don't have to be, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So every every place has its own thing, not just Mexico, like everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So and I'm, because, you know, there's like this uh, perception of Mexico. Like, I feel that it's like very, a very polarized yeah. perception of, yeah, just narcos and gangs and yep. <laughs> like bitches and yeah. tequila yep. and fun. Exactly. Well, even from like, from what we see on TV, right? That's what we're introduced to. Yeah. For example, like you know, Narcos, the show. Uh -huh. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Have you seen ever anything like not. that? Oh my God, it's yeah. horrific stuff. Uh -huh. But and that's yeah. That, that's the thing because those kind of shows, like Narcos, and like there's a lot of shows. I love shows mm -hmm. that they like make the narco culture. Yeah. Like, like this, you know. Yeah. And and also, I mean, obviously, if you don't have a good system. Mm. Sometimes, like the the best thing in, there's in your possibilities is to become a narco. Yeah. To be realistic, because yeah. like the other system does not work. But that's also like a a, a cycle of yeah. not of not um, overcome that. Yeah, and that's what uh, we actually saw that during the pandemic, uh, people being shut in for so long that. We, uh, there's so much anger that happened throughout this, and yeah. there was uh, obviously uh, George Floyd. If you've, you know, yeah. you've, everyone's heard of it. Yeah. Just terrible thing that happened, right? 
Uh, be- I believe because everyone was like, not only if the murder was injustice, but everyone was just shut in and just needed some release of like something that the looting and the rioting and all those peaceful riots that also came of it as well mm-hmm. came all from that instant. And it's like, it- it's kind of hard to like see where what's right and what's wrong in this instance because there's so much of the system that is definitely wrong, but mm-hmm. also like, well, what happens when we need a cop there or we need someone there to, you know help us out in some instance like if there's a gun shooting out here who do i call <laughs> you know uh, i don't have a gun like the most i have is like you know i don't know like a pencil or a cactus i can throw my cactus at someone <laughs> yeah. but i you know i can't do much so it's like in this system yeah we need we need a, a place where we can feel secure and feel you know safe walking down the street and yeah. being able to call someone yeah in that case yeah yes it's it's a difficult cycle yes to leave. and it's it's a tough one and it's uh i'm glad that uh, a lot of people are actually in the mindset of this of like this needs to change and mm-hmm. things need to happen for that change. So I'm surprised that like, you know, there's a lot of people that are still in this like we got to do something. Yeah, that, that's like, a good yeah. thing about social media. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. I always thought of it as a duality because like when you see things on TikTok or you see things on like uh, Instagram, uh, good or bad things, you're like the information that you take in is usually like your own interpretation of it you know you see someone getting gunned down and depending on where you stand you can either take that as a good or bad thing or whatever yeah. you know it's all different so yeah. also like there's there's this documental and netflix called hmm. uh social media like, i think i think i might have heard about it okay yeah and and it, and it speaks about how um what you consume you will keep on getting that so that that is also like polarizing a lot people huh. and ideas because like right. the whole um like meaning or well the whole intention of social media is to make money right yeah like to keep you being in there yeah so if you Never like really i don't know like looking at rest like if you are um like cabbages or i would say carrots or something like a i don't know toilet paper yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. 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 Like, like if you like one thing, you will only get that thing. Yeah. And like social media will only put you like those kind of things, and you will like just have a perception that all the world is bad and like all the cops are bad. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like that, you know, like absolutely. It makes you polarize, like in a on a polarized perception, yeah. and that is making society very, very, very separated. And and mm. you can see that like in any movement, like. Feminism oh, in yeah. Mexico, well, not here, but in Mexico, yeah. <laughs> that, that it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's very sad when it, like, transformed into, like, what it originally was as, like, equality right. and, like, solidarity and empathy mm-hmm. on into um, men versus right. women. Yeah, I, I know that there's, uh, I see a lot of the culture in here, actually, for a lot of uh, Hispanics as well. Um, since my dad, my my dad comes from this mindset of like I am the man, you know. I have to go out every day and get food, uh, or get money to put on the table, kind of stuff. Like old school mentality, right? Yeah. And it's always been like that. Where uh, my mom or the stepmom would just like you know be cooking, taking care of the kids, and it's it's kind of like an old school mentality, you know. Yeah. Um, but now there's like this new turn of like. Oh, now women can definitely, you know, handle their own and they should be able to do so much more than they can. But mm-hmm. there's so much that's bringing them down or not allowing them to move forward with that stuff. So I see it as well. Yeah. Have you stuff. seen much of um, culture in Mexico being divided yourself, like just seeing friends and family or others about 
how influence of social media has affected other cultures especially i'm curious about the others in the studio as well like when you traveled on tour um and went to um other cities all across the world were you able to see influence of just on like their how they were raised especially as different cultures you'll see a lot of differences yeah. but specifically maybe in youth or even in older generations of how social media has affected them to i don't know act a certain way or talk about um current things yeah in their own uh in their own ideas i guess mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think so i mean i wouldn't like there to say it's because social media because i don't have like that information absolutely but could you uh derive any sort of like information from uh, people's characters or like um like people's personalities or their actions of what they see versus what they do is that what you're trying to say um more so uh, my idea was just following the trait of uh, social media and how it's like had an influence on a lot of uh, recent i guess political events too mm -hmm. um whatever what you were just saying uh, earlier what you consume is what you'll kind of see and be fed so um i was curious if you were able to see that or were involved enough in the culture to kind of hear more about their political sides of things yes yes completely like for example when i when i was here on tour in lafayette in louisiana okay uh i had a family that were super trump supporter and mm -hmm. all of their ideas like they like they literally like we have a conversation we had a conversation about trump and like they like just like told me like so do you agree with trump and i was like oh. How do I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> How do I make that uncomfortable? Yeah. And and they like literally repeated Trump's ideas as you know, just like paraphrase everything that Trump said. Yeah. You know? And like that that is like what what we were saying as like what you consume is everything that you will see and if and if you not try to like look to other perspectives and to other opinions, like that that will be your your whole like your whole world and that's also why open people can be very powerful too or just like international yeah absolutely yeah so. and were you able to have uh genuine conversations about ideas and um things with people all over the world about like how did that conversation go with uh, the people in louisiana well it, or sorry where lafayette yeah 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 um so so i really try to like keep calm with that conversation because it was like it was pretty i bet it was a little stressful yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems like a lot yeah and they were like pretty direct but i mean they weren't bad people at all at all i mean they were feeding me they were like they were being my host families like they were showing me love and like taking care of me they weren't bad people at all mm -hmm. even though they like had these ideas and and they did not like came to me to attack me or something like right. they were just having a conversation because that's their world and, and right. it's just like natural like that's how it and, and it's tough because when you're not in it like for me i don't watch the news like at all like i try not to stay to watch it because i've seen what it does to people like we were saying where it consumes them and it's like <laughs> every little thing now becomes a tie-in you know like with the virus my sister just did not want to leave the house she didn't want me to go into the house until i got vaccinated yeah. and obviously since they they're heavily watched the news it's like every they see the deaths every single day and they're like well if you go out yeah. wear a mask and it's like i'm i'm pretty smart when I, how i handle things whenever i go outside or do whatever during out the, i was still going outside and living my life throughout the pandemic like nothing ever happened 
But I was being safe about it. And other places were being safe too because they just couldn't shut down. We need food, we need groceries, we need things. It's like it's impossible for that all to just shut down. It's not realistic. So I just adapted to the system. But they were like, you can't come over. <laughs> you can't see your nephew, you know, because she's just had a baby. It's like you can't until we get vaccinated, until we figure this out. And it's like it's tough to be around people like that to, um, to let them know that, oh, no, you can trust me. Everything's going to be okay. And it, even regardless of where you stand politically, you know, it's not even about, like, what we agree on or not. Um, it's about just, like, being just normal, like, having a normal conversation and just being okay with, like, where you side, where I side. But if you say the wrong thing against someone, it's why people test you, uh, like those Trump supporters were. And they're, not all Trump supporters are bad. I'm, I'm not saying that. It's more of the fact of, like, someone will test you to be like, hey, are you on my side or not? And then, yeah. like, attack you if you're not, you know? Yes. Very yes. scary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's why it's like super important to be open to conversation and to different people. Mm -hmm. Like in this in this case, uh, instead of me attacking them and telling them like, oh no, you're incorrect. Yeah. And they also like being on defensive. I like started asking questions like, mm -hmm. like, do you think that illegal people or immigrants uh, do they come because they want to steal your jobs? And, oh yeah. Like, Did no, they ask you that specifically or just like? Do you think that was a coming up in the conversation? They they told me that they said something like, I don't understand illegal people. Like, why do they do that? Like, why do oh, they Oh, I understand. Come? Like, like, it's so stupid yeah. for them to come. And I was like, well, why do you think? Like, do you think that people are just stupid? Like, Mexicans are just stupid or illegal people are super right. stupid? Like, it's not... I understand this way more now. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's it comes from a lack of knowledge, right? Part of it is not just so much being ignorant, but just allowing yourself to actually understand the world, right? Uh, there's a, I learned this in social, like there was a social studies class in a college where we basically get to know, you know, the reason why they teach things like oh, massacres of like the Indians and the British and all that stuff at a, at a young age to understand this is a horrific event and this is why it happens. You know, you, you teach history so you don't repeat it essentially, right? Yeah. And a lot of people just don't allow themselves to take in this information or just stay ignorant to it, right? Where they don't allow themselves to pursue that more. So when you get to someone like that, even if you tell them your point, they're still not going to be convinced, you know? Mm -hmm. It's it's more of like, well, the reason why my parents came over to Los Angeles, which is where I was born, you know, they met in Mexico, they came over to Los Angeles, and then that's, um, for some reason, uh, oh, wait, I think it was an opportunity. Uh, they had a place to live, which was amazing. Uh, and they were able to get a job, which was like far better from what they were going to have in Mexico. Yeah. So it's opportunistic. But a lot of the things that my dad was doing to like, you know, make, raise money and all that stuff were things that people just couldn't do. You know, people building houses or just have his skill set. You know, he was really good at a lot of things, you know, in like construction wise. And it's not so much of like taking people's jobs. It's just that it's more of like what anyone would do. If you're yeah. equipped to doing something, you could, if you're better than it, it's not about like, Oh, I'm better than you and I'm going to shove you away. No, it's just that I'm better fit for this position so I can do it. Yeah. You know, why would I let some other person do it? It's not even that. It's just that you're more equipped for it. Yeah. It's not a hard feelings thing. It's just about like we're survivalists and we're just trying exactly. to live. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. So like that's very like unhumanizing people. And, like, yes. People. Yeah. Like you will do the same thing if you were in that situation. Like if, if that's that will be your better like your best opportunity why wouldn't you take that or if you simply don't have any other opportunity like why right. on earth would you not do that exactly 
Now, I'm, I'm glad that, <laughs> see, first time meeting you. <laughs> so far, uh, been pretty great um, on this, and uh, we still have a little bit of time, so n normally when we get a little heavy, we'll, you know, we'll yeah. switch it up a little bit, okay. we'll show a little clip, uh, and we can talk about this, but for right now, um, <laughs> yeah, it's been awesome, and let's get on with, uh, with, I think this one, the flippies. Oh, yeah. Very good stuff. Oh, uh, I have my... I don't know why my sound is off, but yeah, you can see it. <laughs> Some guy in New York doing flips. Uh, do you see stuff like that in Mexico? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I I would love to. I will definitely love to. You see don't that. see that? I have never seen that. I'm sure that there there's people that have done. That, that happens here like once a week at least. <laughs> That's so cool. Abino, has that, has anything like this happened to you yet and recently? Not that I can think of right now. <laughs> oh my God. Um, there's a video of like some people like completely drunk in an OXO that mm. it's like, I don't know, 7-Eleven, 7-Eleven, yeah, yeah. like that. Uh, and like there's this girl, it must be like 1am yeah. and these guys are super stressed and they come these guys and start singing like, OXO, <laughs> making all that mess. And the girl like, they like zoom in the girl and yeah. the girl's like. <laughs> Just <laughs> dead, done. <laughs> yeah. That happens here almost all the time. That's cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. Um, a lot of freedom. Yeah, it's for the most part a little bit too much sometimes. But, but also, you're a coincidence master, so like you'll run into the craziest things and tell me about yeah. that so all I, the time. I believe that there's no such thing as coincidence. Everything mm -hmm. that happens is meant to happen, right? Yeah. Like uh, I was telling these guys that I was starting a band for the longest time. Um, I had a band ten years ago, and I was looking for a drummer ten years from now, and like I found this dude. Like what? And then I found three other drummers in the same month. Nice. That doesn't just happen, you know what I mean? Yeah. After looking for 10 years, it just doesn't happen like that. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Yes. Um, there's times where like, uh, I would be backing out of the, even down here, right? I would back out and there would be a car that just would almost miss me. But I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that I just waited and I just, okay, I'm good. So I said, pull out. The other, there's another guy that's like also pulling out, like leaving at the same time. Because a lot of people here leave almost around the same time that I do, like 8 in the morning. So when he pulls out, there's a car that almost comes and hits him too, but it's like, geez, I, I wish, I'm glad that that wasn't me. But he gets out of his car and he starts like, hey, what are you doing? You know, and starts getting in the face of the other guy. It's like, I'm trying to get to work. And then he, there's this whole fight that always happens. It's like, I'm glad that I just get to see these things um, <laughs> in general. Now, since you are here in, uh, in America, which, boom, uh, uh, I guess, uh, what are you planning to see or do here while you're here? Like they tell me, like what, what they tell me, I'll, I'll just flow with it as this podcast. There's no um. <laughs> Colorado. Yeah. Yes, we're going to Colorado. To Which is Colorado, awesome. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but nothing specifically here in Minnesota that you're wanting to do. Like you, we have a giant mall here, like the Mall of oh, America. Yeah, do you care? Yeah. <laughs> they have Ooh, they do. Yeah. Like a fairly odd parent. They have a SpongeBob ride. It's Ooh, really cool. Like it's yeah. really cool. Um, it is a little bit pricey. About that yeah. It's all right. That's why we're, I'm going to give all the ideas here. Um, locally owned stuff. What's, what's some cool uh, locally places we can go? We can do. Mm, well, also there's Renfest happening. Oh yes. That's super cool. That is hosted here in Minnesota. So we were trying to do. Uh, so Renfest. I don't know if you know, like a Renaissance festival kind of thing. I can imagine. They recreate it, and it's really fun. Uh, to me, it's better than the state fair that they have currently going on. I think it just ended, actually. Um, it's just so much more fun. So, essentially, uh, we were going to go all this week, but I think uh, these guys are going to go to camping. 
um, and they have some other stuff. But if we could go this, obviously, that'd be awesome. I think we're going to plan for next week, though, with Evan. So yes, whatever works out, obviously. <laughs> either they are leaving at uh, next Tuesday. Oh, next Tuesday. So they won't be able to. So we should go right now, then. <laughs> yes. So we, we got to try to go now. If you guys are still obviously down for, uh, for Saturday, actually. Yeah. We'll figure it out off off air. Yes, please. In any case, uh, there's that, and what's a good like place to go eat? Uh, I don't know Benihana. Have you been to Benihana? Mm-hmm. Benihana's yeah. fun. I don't know. If there's you know some places. wonderful like we always go to Umi's, I believe. Ooh. That's a wonderful place to go. Yeah. Umi's is amazing. Um, yes. Uh, like Japanese kind of cons is another option that you always tell me about. Don't you dare mention <laughs> So constantly, it's one of my favorite restaurants. It gives you a heart attack because it's so much food. But essentially, you have, a, you have a bowl, right? Like a pretty good bowl. And then you load it up with whatever you want. You know, noodles. You have two different types of noodles. Beef, chicken, all, everything. It's amazing. And it's all still raw, you know, so you can have whatever you want. Your toppings, lettuce, tomato, whatever you want. And you take it to a chef and he'll cook it for you. And he'll add in the sauces for you. So it's Ooh, it's all to your liking. So whatever you want, like if you don't want shrimp, if you just want lamb or chicken, whatever you want, it's really awesome. Oh, I can't good. recommend it enough. Uh, really fun. <laughs> um, and then uh, what's a good like dessert place? Uh, I know there's like a couple places down in, um, not Stillwater, White Bear. There's a malt shop near Stillwater, or in Stillwater. Mm. It's right on the on a river, riverside. That's pretty beautiful, especially just walking around Stillwater. It's a city east of the cities. Um, but then there's also right downtown Minneapolis, I believe, near the near the college that we have. I think it's, what is it, Midnight Cookies? Mm-hmm. What's... Yeah. Um, That's the... It's, it's I know, like, yeah, Insomnia Cookies. Insomnia, yeah. That's a... I, I've had a lot of uh, friends recommend that, but I've never... Never tried it. Are you free? Yeah. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> so, Insomnia cookies, it's really cool because they make them fresh in house, right? So, you know, when you get a cookie and when you bake it, it's like really hot. It's like, oh, it's still good. Okay. They make it for you fresh there and it's uptown. Oh. Uptown is freaking awesome. Just, there's like a college town and they have a bunch of these little things there. It's really fun. Uh, and anyway, uh, yeah. I wasn't sure if you had anything else going on for this thing, but. You're gonna have a lot of fun with these guys for sure. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah, very uh, fun and crazy and all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, I for th- just been dying for Chick Fil A. Like that's everything I want here uh, as food in the United States. Have you had uh, what's what's the obsession with Chick Fil A? Like, do you like it as much as uh, like as other people? Honestly, I'm a Canes man. Raising, Do you know what Raising, raising Canes, canes, canes is? is? No. Okay, forget Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A's out. We're done. Raising have canes, to try canes is where it's at. It's chicken, same stuff, better sauce. Really? Yeah, it's just better. Okay. Honestly, it's okay. I do I'm like the other sauce of Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't hit me the same as Canes sauce. No. <laughs> Waffle fries. <laughs> There yeah, are honestly, a I lot of there are a lot of benefits to both personal preference and what I'm kind of addicted to is getting canes. Yeah. So, so what I'm hearing is we're getting canes. Yeah. Probably. So if she says go to Chick Fil A, no, go to Canes. Ah. Like Canes is where it's at. You're gonna love it, and you're probably gonna love it so much, 
you're gonna run away from Mexico and just follow every single Cane's restaurant. It's the oh, I don't know. Have you ever tasted real tacos? I have. Actually, I do know a lot of uh, Mexican restaurants. I was just telling Aaron about this. Mm -hmm. Since we just go and there's a lot of authentic places to eat Mexican food. Like really? Acapulco. Have you ever been there? No. Uh, it's a joke, actually. <laughs> it's not a real... You can find some good authentic Mexican food. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I know a lot of... Uh, tacos, like real shit. Exactly. There's a ton of places down... Uh, downtown which i was going to take aaron so maybe this might be a good time if we could all go sometime uh while you're here before you leave it's yeah. tuesday right that you guys are leaving is it this tuesday yes Jeez. yeah a week from today that's happening really fast yeah. Yeah. down but that's why yeah <laughs> um so yeah maybe we can figure that out so you could actually yeah, try some food like here it. before you leave yes yeah I like that. awesome I love yes i muy delicioso as dora would say um, <laughs> and uh, going out to our, our, I have two other videos real quick. I'll show you this last, uh, this one, and then I, I have a closer. So here we go. Oh, and that Come I have. <laughs> oh, you know why? Pobrecito! Wow. Uh, do you guys do any fun games like that in uh, Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> that's why I had no sound. I'm so stupid. Oh. Yes, actually we have a game that's very similar to that. Really? Not to that, what happened in the video. Okay. But yeah. Yes, please elaborate. I'm curious. Um, so it's like a child's game. Okay. So you have a ball and everyone is like anything, like a country, a food or something. Mm -hmm. And you said, my worst enemy is Mexico. Uh -huh. And then you like... Like, take. Oh, I can't remember quite well. No, the fine. thing is that like you you need to guess. Like you need to run and then guess uh, how many steps you need for you to like get into the person that you called. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. Well, it's kind of like not a game of chicken, but more of a game of like a. Oh, uh, I can't think of it either. But I know I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, Evan, do you have any games like that you like to play? I like skipping down a road. Oh, that's so weird. Nice. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. I remember I loved hide and seek when I was growing up, but there was a lot of different names for it and different versions that mm -hmm. we'd all come up with. I think Ghost in the Graveyard was a very common oh, one. Oh, explain that one heard, real quick. Like household name. Um, but there was, it's just, you have to have it completely dark. Mm -hmm. So you'd stay up till like nine or something <laughs> in the fall when it gets dark early. Um, and it's like, pitch black almost and you just I think all hide and uh I forgot how the game works right, right. but I think once you find somebody it like trades off or something right but um that was always the household favorite I think for me uh, for, was, for me personally for me it was ding dong ditch yeah, every, everyone's <laughs> yeah. already done that yeah so that one's the one we just go around and just do that that one's a fun one or uh <laughs> back when I was a terrible kid <laughs> we would take airsoft guns and uh drive around neighborhoods and shoot people with the guns oh. we were terrible people nice. i was one of the ter the worst people in the i'm so different from where i was back. Really? yeah completely <laughs> more sane you nice. can you can trust me nice. <laughs> um nice. but actually before you before we close out this podcast i want to know so i know mexico does have some haunting stories like yeah. ghost paranormal kind of stuff are you not so much religious but do you believe in kind of that kind of spiritual stuff Yes. Okay. I mean, can you I tell me a know, story? I don't know what exactly to believe because it's so like difficult to just have a, an answer. I think nobody 
really has an answer? Or maybe I don't have an answer. A lot of things have happened to me where, like, I just, I don't believe in, you know, I'm, I'm agnostic, so I don't believe in any mm-hmm. of that stuff. But I've seen some stuff from this, I just can't understand it. And I've heard yeah. some things. Yeah. But I'd love to know a story from you, for sure, because I know there's got to be some. Oh, okay. Well, actually, there is. See? I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> So I was in Saltillo, that's a place near my my city, that's mm-hmm. where I live, and we were in an old house, and we were like in a piano recital, and I was with my father, I was like leaving the the house, mm-hmm. and it's a huge house. Is it like, dark? Yeah. No. It's no, like it wasn't daylight? Dark. Yeah, it was like, yeah, like seven o'clock. Okay. So I was leaving the house, and there's these huge uh, rooms, like mm-hmm. huge uh, ceilings. Right, like uh, m- double the double this side yes. or whatever, okay. Yes, or even more. Okay. Yeah. So I was like leaving the house and then I, like something like got my attention mm-hmm. and it was a room that was open. Right. And in the center of the room, there was a beautiful lady. Oh geez, the same thing happened to me in Texas. Really? <laughs> Just keep going. Yeah, keep going. So, and I remember it like perfectly. I have right. the, the perfect image uh-huh. of what I saw. So there's this beautiful lady with the hair like of this length. Mm-hmm. She was blonde, and she was reading a red book. Okay. And um, and a chair that mesedora. That, that yeah. Is, it was, like, yeah, it's like rocking chairs. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I, I remember that I was having a lot of energy that I, I was like 11 years old mm-hmm. and I was like typical shy, like, ah! yeah, of course. <laughs> so I was having a lot, a lot of energy and then that caught my attention. Mm-hmm. And in my child, of, ah! yeah. I want to like to scream or just like mess with her or something. Right. But when I saw her, my energy instantly changed. Yep. Same happened to me. Yeah. Oh my God, this is so creepy. Yeah, it was like <laughs> all of my energy, like just like when yep. and a lot of peace mm-hmm. and like just a beautiful a really beautiful yep. feeling that just got in me and everything that i could do was smiling at her and it right. was like a genuinely beautiful smile like you know like mm-hmm. like it just made me smile to her and she smiled at me back also it wasn't a, it wasn't terrifying to you it was more like no uh, more heartwarming okay yes for me it was a little different so <laughs> but let's go back to this this year the, the house you were in was it abandoned or you said it was a piano recital right yes yeah, so okay. after after everything finished i asked my father who that woman was mm-hmm. and my father was like what do you mean that door was closed like right. there was no one in there oh you know, my like, god no, that door was open uh-huh. i saw a woman she smiled at me <laughs> oh my god and and then like we started like asking people and my aunt was like the person who was in charge of the recital mm-hmm. and we asked her and she was like oh yeah that door has never been open like no there has never been anyone in that room and then i like Jesus. described the woman and she was like oh well you're actually describing the mother of the person that used to live here and she just passed away yep <laughs> so mine was a little bit more scary i have two paranormal stories <laughs> well i'm glad that yours didn't end in something horrifying yeah, that sounds scary. very wholesome yeah <laughs> at least a lot better experience than i feel a majority of people that have had and you haven't had activity. any right i haven't recently i've been told my house is haunted yeah i don't know what to think of it but i definitely have heard footsteps before we that's have. probably the we've only been thing. recording sometimes so we would podcast downstairs in the basement you know doing like this kind of stuff and there's upstairs obviously is the living room and it has the, like uh, the kitchen 
so you would hear like people walking and it's like there's no one up there his sister's gone who he lives with and it's like who the heck is this but mm-hmm. it might be me just bringing in bad energy sometimes I don't know <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no there was this one time uh, like similar to your story this, there was a, one of my cousin's house and it was in, in the ranch you know um, where they had like a house in the middle of the ranch and we, I would uh, for the most part every other everyone else was downstairs they had their own room but it was a double story house so when I went upstairs to use the bathroom, I was just exploring because I was a curious kid. You know, I like to go to places and just like pee everywhere or whatever. I, that's how I was. I was terrible. <laughs> so one time, I, I, you know, similar to you, there was a room that was open and I go in this room because I'm like, what's, I'm curious, you know, what's going in there? Can I see what's going on? And there's a woman sitting in the rocking chair, but this woman is hooked up to an oxygen mask, right? And it's hooked up to a thing where she's like breathing in it and she's just there like kind of like not moving just like this and she's not even looking at me she's looking at the floor and i'm just like what is happening here and there's a guy that comes in and like i can't see his face it's so dark in the room and it's broad daylight it was obviously like not like this so broad daylight so normally i would be able to see, you could see his face or you could recognize the people but i couldn't see his face and he just walked over and he just looked at me and it's just the way that he looked at me i was just like i'm done i'm just out so as soon as i ran the door slammed behind me oh. and i go downstairs i'm like hey i just saw something really weird and um they all told me like uh what was going on it's like this house has some paranormal things happening those that obviously is not no one lives here uh, the upstairs there was a I, th- I don't know who was it but there was a relative that was sick and died there uh years ago like 10 20 plus years before i even visited and they sometimes see that kind of spirit, but they they don't. No one lives there, so for me that was like I'm done. Like I'm, I just need to leave. Yeah. Disturbing stuff. And the other one when I was in California, uh, I think I told you many times this story. Uh, openly, I've already taught this many times. Where um, I was downstairs uh, in California, where for some reason, like there's always parties happening outside. I don't know why. Everyone loves to party at like yeah. 7 p.m. till like whenever. There's always a party every day. And I'm downstairs, I'm ready to go to bed, and the lights are on. The windows are closed, the blinds are closed, but the lights are on so I can like, I can hear people. They're like, yeah, no, 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 whatever, have a fiesta, whatever. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, I'm trying to sleep. I go to sleep for like an hour maybe. I wake up and there's still a party going on. And I'm sleeping with my cousins Diego and Christy, uh, which are sleep- they're sleeping on the couch and I'm sleeping in the bed, with, uh, sharing a bed with my grandma. Um, so as I get up to go get water, the lights turn off. And then I hear this really demonic scream that I've never, I, I just can't, I can't like make this up, you know? It's just so haunting to me the way it happened. I get up and then I hear this demonic voice call out the names of my cousins. Yeah. In a very like, and I'm like, ¿Qué pasa? So I, I get water and... I, I can't even walk anymore like I, I, as I as I go to get water I'm just like I can't even move and I try to like call to my grandma who's sleeping right there and I'm like I just I don't know what to do so I try to make my way back to the bed the lights turn back on and then turn back off and then it like when they turn back on it's like there's like a party again it seems like there's a party going on but then the lights turn back off and then all is silent and I'm scared I'm done so I go back in bed and I I think I like I'm like cuddling with my grandma I'm like Abuela, ayúdame. And she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and uh, basically, I just, I couldn't understand what happened that night. But, and to this day, I didn't talk to my grandma or no one else about it until like I recently talked about it in the podcast. 
horrifying things that I can't understand. Like, yeah. I don't know if someone's playing a prank on me. I don't know. Yeah, terrible things. History. Yeah. So, poverecito, Arturo, man, I swear. Uh. <laughs> horrible things. In any case, uh, thank you so much for coming. And oh, this is you. first time meeting you. Uh, you're going to have a great time here. And so far, you've been a delight. You're not a rebel or you don't have any guns on you. So, I don't think you're going to cause too much trouble, no. right? They'll yeah. keep you in check. Everyone will keep you in check for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes. I have um, this clip uh, because you said you like SpongeBob. I hope this is to your standards. So. Just a better time, I suppose. Oh. Oh. What the hell happened to us? What happened to the American dream? Okay, Drew, you're looking at it. I'm a goober. You're a goober. John says the war's a start. One second later. Hey, Rorschach, you're pretty famous, right? Fire! <laughs> We're all Uh, cool. Oh, <laughs> so beautiful. it was a little cut off, but uh, thank you for coming. And no, thank you both. Yeah, that's been excellent having you on the podcast. Thank yeah, you for talking yeah. with us. I enjoyed it. Uh, sweet. We'll see you later. Adios. Bye bye. Adios.